0: Hi, and welcome to the LEO Podcast. Here you will find a different, refreshing, and very clearly biased agenda, unlike anything else out there covering Indiana football. Enjoy the first ever episode as Brandon and I preview our Indiana Hoosiers against the Wisconsin Badgers. Welcome to the LEO Podcast. I am Michael Bragg. I'm here with co-host, my main main, Brandon Dubich. Brandon, what's up?
1: What's going on, everybody?
0: We're here to preview our Hoosiers, number twelve in the college football playoff rankings. Again, um, at and five and one, and we're at the number sixteen, Wisconsin Badgers, up at Camp Randall, um, fourteen-point favorites. Saturday, three thirty, ABC. Weather seems to be okay, but that place doesn't usually treat us very well.
1: Yeah, I mean, how how weird uh, playing a December football game without fans at Camp Randall, without snow. Um, I mean, if you, you figure fans and weather would be a huge factor in this game, neither are. And I really think it balances things out. Um, I mean, if, you know, when you're an underdog, like even though by the rate uh, rankings, they're not, but I think, I think everyone will say, you know, Indiana is comfortably an underdog. You look for every advantage you can get. And, uh, or, or am I overplaying this? Mike, do, do you think no fans and good weather uh, are an advantage for IU?
0: I wouldn't say an advantage, but it's definitely a, a disadvantage for Wisconsin.
1: Totally, yeah. Um, I I I think I think that that line is insane. I, I thought the line at Ohio State was insane. I thought the line at Maryland was insane. And you know, I can you can you explain to me at all what Vegas is thinking? Like how how are they still this wrong? on the Indiana Hoosiers?
0: So I'm assuming that they're taking into account, you know, history. We're looking at 10 straight wins over IU, and I, I didn't do the math on the average score, but I'm just looking at some
1: of them right now. Uh, I think it was I, around 30, thir- 30 say. and a half, 30 and a half, 29 and a half. It, it, yeah. it was around there.
0: It's yeah. it's not good um, the last 10. It's the fourth active, fourth longest active winning streak in the Big Ten and we're number one as well behind it with Ohio state, but so one and four, but we, uh, we don't play well against this team, even when we were a good team and they're just, you know, we just have never matched up. Well, I don't know if it's a mental block uh, or
1: what's going on. Uh, I think it's all about the Jimmies and Joe's. Um, what, what, what has IU not been able to have? And that was depth at any part of the front seven. And that, that's what Wisconsin does. They, they don't have the stud back that they normally have. But, you know, you get into the third and fourth quarter against MAC backups, which is normally the, the depth that Indiana has, and they just wear you down. That's different this year. These aren't MAC backups. These are starters at other Big Ten programs that, that, that are backing up in the front seven now. Um, and, and that's why I feel, I feel very confident. Uh, about this week you know the I think 14 points is ridiculous um what what do you think about the the over under for this game um currently at 42 and a half I think it's a little low 45 and a half sorry 45 45 and a half I think that's about right um I I don't know
0: I think the same way Vegas doesn't know the same way that a lot of people don't know what are we going to get from I mean, yeah, he looked good last week and a little not really mop-up duty, but pretty close. And we're going up against a a pretty pretty good defense. It looks like they're second in the Big Ten in scoring and total defense. And you know, they they haven't given up more than 17 points in a game. Yep. So it's uh it's not gonna be easy. Um I definitely feel like what you do way more confident this time around than I have in the last
1: yeah, ever last literally yeah. ever.
0: Yeah, definitely the last 10 games for sure. Let's take a look at like the previous games for both teams. I mean, I, we know IU went in, took care of Maryland. Uh, it was a weird game. But then Wisconsin had another COVID issue last week. This one not their fault. This one Minnesota's fault. So their last game was actually that loss to Payton and uh, the Wildcats at Northwestern, 17-7. to um, And I'm pretty sure Grant, is that his name, Grant Mertz? Mertz, Either. yep three picks in that game and it looked awful.
1: And he's playing int Iana. Int Iana. Um, so I, I think that's trouble. I, I really think this game, I think uh I it's insane. We've seen a half a quarter, maybe a quarter of Tuttle, but I don't think either team has a clear advantage at quarterback. I, I think that's the big unknown for both teams, uh, is 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 the quarterback position. I think I think you know exactly what you're getting on the defense side of the ball for both teams. Honestly, I think, I think this game is in the hands of Tuttle and Mertz and whoever plays better is going to, who is going to win this game. Cause sometimes football is as easy as that. It's which quarterback plays better or, or, or which quarterback plays worse, um, you know, depending on what side of it.
0: Yeah. I think that again, for the first time in a long time, we're coming in with a uh, Wisconsin team that I'm not a, really afraid of any of their running backs. They have one I think scary option is in the passing game and that's their tight end Ferguson
1: and uh, tight ends have bit us this year yeah. uh, if, if there's one thing we have been susceptible to it's it's been tight ends finding soft spots in that defense e- either in out routes or or just little hitches where they just sit um, so that is a little scary that that's that's definitely Ferguson is is huge on my radar um, this this Saturday.
0: Yeah, and if you look at um, only the only other real Big Ten or big-time tight end that we went up against was um, – I have no idea what his name was. Penn State guy, yeah. All uh, they did yeah. was call him uh, Baby Gronk the whole time. But, yeah, I mean, they tore us up. Um, but at the same time, I'd say we kind of handled Clifford enough. Um, I mean, that game was that game was weird. We definitely can't give up 30 – whatever it was, 35 points to Wisconsin – saturday or else that's there's no way
1: no yeah we'll we'll, we'll save this for predictions but yeah i I have a very significant point uh, about the amount of points we can give up um we'll we'll save that for later but yeah i I agree with you if if we allow 35 points iu didn't cover and iu didn't win (laughs) if we give up 35
0: yeah yeah it'll be another another one in the series um so speaking of ferguson there's a couple players we can look at on their team I mean they're pretty much all on the offensive side I mean we've talked a little bit about Mertz he's I mean they've played three games not that impressive I guess I mean eight touchdowns and three interceptions but those eight touchdowns came against a bad Michigan defense and a bad um a terrible Illinois defense actually uh which he looked Heisman worthy in those two games and then he comes up against
1: Michael you'd look Heisman worthy against (laughs) Illinois that's true. Let's, That's true. Let's get honest here,
0: man. And then he comes up against a, a legit defense, I think, in Northwestern and uh, throws three picks because he yep. got a little bit of pressure. Um, I don't think they did anything too special. I watched most of that game. They just they got to him and shook him. And because he's a true freshman and because he's a Wisconsin quarterback, he's not great. Um, so uh, their running back, their leading running back at least, is, is that freshman Berger. Uh, but I think they've got like a three-headed monster back. Yeah, it's there.
1: it's it's committee for sure, but they're all built from this different cloth or the same cloth, right? Like like if you if they're all pretty much the same style running back.
0: And we we don't know too much. At least I don't know too much about their wide receiver group. Um we touched a little bit on Ferguson. Largely
1: relevant for being yeah. honest. Largely. Yeah.
0: Touched a little bit on Ferguson, big guy, six five, four four touchdowns over three games. Yeah, had they played a full 6 six games he's probably double digits somewhere in there um, yeah i
1: mean they're so you have ferguson who's got 18 catches uh their their number two receiver is their running back groshek and then their next wide receiver with any amount of catches is seven with Dunn. so i mean they don't have anyone on the outside because they're not that's not who they are <laughs> they're, they're not looking for anybody on the outside um you know they they <laughs> They they run the ball to set up their run, is how I would put it. Um, passing is not in their game. merch um, just doesn't need to lose them, lose them the game, and and that's what he's done largely outside of the Northwestern game, and and he lost them the game. Uh, it's, it's kind of as kind of simple as that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then defensively they've got um, three pretty solid linebackers. Uh, one of the kids is out of Carmel, uh, Burks. The senior, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty solid. Um, and then in the secondary, not a whole lot going on. I mean, Eric Burrell, I think he's on a couple of watch lists um, at safety. But I don't. I honestly, I don't. I mean, we can get to it maybe here in a little bit. But I don't see yeah,
1: Sandborn. Sanborn's a stud. Um, you know, I don't think he'll go to the draft this year, but he'll he'll go as a senior and he'll be a day two uh, a day two draft pick. Um, he, he's really solid. Six two two thirty. Um, racks up the sacks I mean he's just a season he's he's an absolute ball hawk Um, a a lot of Micah McFadden in Jack Sanborn um, if if, if you're looking for a comparison on that side of things Um, doesn't do anything exceptional doesn't have exceptional speed doesn't have exceptional um, playmaking ability but he's just going to make the play he's around the ball all the time so that'll be a guy we'll hear his name a lot on Saturday
0: Yeah, yeah, that's another guy that we can, that we definitely should touch on. Um, And I mean, really, outside of that, I I think the some of the key matchups we're going to look at is, I mean, a pretty obvious one. I mean, their their offensive line versus our front six with the two linebackers. I'm assuming we're going to see a lot of blitzing from McFadden and from Jones, and then from James Miller. I don't think we need to sit back so much this week in a, um, a spy like we have the last few.
1: Um, so James, Noah, dare them to pass, clear. Michael. Yeah. That's that's what we need to do. We 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 Kane needs to keep up his 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 blitzes from everywhere, from the corner, from the safety, um, multiple linebackers. He need he needs to keep switching it up, and he needs Mertz to dare to beat him. Uh, and, and you know what? If, if they burn us one on one on this edge, you're good with that because because what what's better than them scoring on three plays and going 80 yards? is them scoring on 13 plays and eating up three quarters of a quarter. That's what we can't have um, with questions on our offense. So, um, yeah, I'd absolutely sell out for the run in in this game.
0: Definitely. And I didn't have it written down as a key matchup, but um, the more research I did kind of flip that around as well. Our offensive line has got to show up. This will be the second best defense we play all year. Uh, They are – terrifying against the run I think they're the second best run defense in the in the league if I'm not mistaken and we can't we can't move we're 12th in the in the conference in rushing Stevie Scott's been a touchdown monster but that's it right around the goal line so So I
1: I hear you on the offensive line but for me the offensive line isn't going to win this game in run blocking it's going to be protecting the quarterback it, it, it's not going to let Tuttle get blindside strip sack. It's, it's not going to let him get jumpy feet in the pocket. The, you know, if, if our friends of wants to make a statement in this game, it's making Jack Tuttle comfortable, make, make, making him feel confident because you're right. Um, I, you and I have talked about it, not on the podcast, but Tom Allen's never been a top 10 um, running team in the big 10 in his entire tenure. They're just not going to run the ball. So we can't expect them to run the a, a, a ball, one, because they're not good at it, and two, because the Wisconsin defense is incredible at it. So it's, it's going to be the pass blocking that I'm going to be watching. It, it's going to be the tackle positions um, that I think are the most important in this game.
0: Yes, for sure. And now that I've got these in front of me, they are first in the country in total defense, second in the entire country in rushing defense, and fifth in passing defense and rushing they're giving up 67 yards
1: yeah um and 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 we're going to get it to here uh and players to watch but uh yeah no i i have i have a what i think is is going to be a significant player to watch
0: sure sure and now let's talk about the other key matchup i think on our our defensive side and that's going to be you know we kind of touched on that a little bit but I know that this kind of hits a little sensitive spot in your heart. Um our husky position, which has not been great at past Ooh. defense this year, um, versus I'm assuming they're gonna be on Jake Ferguson the entire game. Uh Jalen Williams can't handle six five.
1: Hell no, nope two
0: fifty all game. So we're gonna see a lot of uh B fits and Jamar Johnson out there. Um I have no doubt in my mind that Jamar Johnson can cover him. I don't know if he can physically stay with him all game. Um, so I think Fitzgerald's going to have one of the toughest matchups that he has all year, one-on-one, and he has not been.
1: He's been our worst defensive player, Michael. Stop sugarcoating it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, if, if they want to listen to this podcast and call me out for saying it, they can go ahead. Uh, Fitzgerald has been an absolute liability. Uh, Jamar Johnson has proved to be a big play guy, but he needs to become more consistent. Um, he, he absolutely can rise to the occasion and, and make a, a game altering play, but can he do it for four quarters? Can he do it every snap? Um, you know, that's, that's the question that I have out for Jamar Johnson. The thing that I, I want to say to you, Michael, cause he's been a little bit of a punching bag for, for you and I, the past couple seasons, did you think we'd miss Marcelino ball this much? Don't miss him. You don't miss him. I, again, it's been our weakest position, man, and that's his position. Um, you know, I, I, I really, I really think this defense could be different with, with him, and because uh, uh, you know what you're getting, right? Um, you, you know what you're getting out of Marcelino. He, he can't really cover deep, but he'd be in a perfect matchup for this Ferguson guy. He, he would have been a perfect matchup for uh, Baby Gronk on Penn State, and because, because he has that physicality to him. And and, and that's and that's what I haven't seen from Jamar Johnson and 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 honestly, uh, to steal a Mike Tomlinism, uh, Brian Fitzgerald's been junior varsity. He um, he he just absolutely hasn't uh, he, he hasn't played at the standard that Tom Allen is is, is asking his defense to play.
0: So it, yeah, you know I'm a I'm a huge Jamar Johnson guy. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So I'm, is, and I'm a big Marcelino guy too. But when he went down, I knew Jamar would be what get. Getting those those extra snaps and and he's been fantastic in, in pass coverage. He's made a couple of big plays too with a few sacks. But you're right. I think having Marcelino around, especially on those running downs, and then against these big tight ends, uh, that would be a big a big difference. Yep, hundred percent. Sure. So let's talk about let's talk about what Tuttle's walking into. He's walking into uh, a defense that's given up eleven point seven points per game sixty seven yards on the on the ground and hundred and sixty six yards through the air with Peyton ramsey the most through the three games that they've played with two hundred and three yards and a couple tudies no picks so if we can get tuttle to uh find his inner Peyton ramsey, I think we
1: should be okay yeah no i mean <laughs> i was uh, I wasn't talking to you about this, but I was talking uh talking, talking to my wife and if Tuttle can just be, uh, Ramsey like, um, I, I think if, if Ramsey was our quarterback going into this game, it, it absolutely, I, I think, I think IU wins this game. Um, I, I think, I think Tuttle's going to have to make plays with his feet a la Ramsey. I think he's going to have to play very safe. He's going to have to play a Ramsey, Alex Smith style offense. Um, so I, I'm not going to say who I want that to go to because that'll ruin my player to watch on offense. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, limit mistakes, limit mistakes, limit mistakes, Jack. That, that's all we need. We, if, if you don't beat yourself, IU has a great chance to win this game.
0: I got a question. What's up?
1: What if
0: he's <laughs> like he was the number. Uh... Evan quarterback coming out.
1: Yeah, play. yeah, he's got the pedigree. The pedigree, for sure, is there. Um, yeah, his dad was a kicker, of course.
0: Of course, the pride right.
1: is there. So. Yeah, I mean, kickers are definitely athletes. They, they're definitely, they definitely belong on the field. Um, for sure, I, I hope he's really good. Um, you know, it's not like we have anyone behind him. Um, Dexter Williams would be the would be the number two. Uh, someone we a complete unknown. So I think, I think if, if that's actually probably a good thing, you know, I actually didn't think about this before right now. So I'm sorry if this is a little bit of a rambled mess, but Jack should not feel threatened that he's going to, he's going to get pulled. He, he, he is the quarterback. So um, I, I think that probably helps him a little bit too, knowing there isn't, isn't somebody breathing down his neck, you know, if he, if he makes a bad play or too, um, which I think is inevitable against his defense, you know, mistakes are going to happen. It, it's mitigating those mistakes
0: definitely definitely I was gonna go down the road of what would happen next year but I don't that's a whole different podcast <laughs> we can save
1: that,
0: that is um right. let's uh let's move on to our players to watch I'll go first here on offense I think I think we're gonna see our Peyton Hendershot game on Saturday I think that having a, a crutch like him a, a big tight end that's going to be Close to the line of scrimmage a lot. He doesn't get down the field too much. Every time he does, he drops the ball. Um, and he's got to have a big game. I mean, those those linebackers are, are solid. Um, the safeties are solid. He's going to have to make some plays and and live up to this pro hype that that everybody's giving him. So who's your guy on offense to watch?
1: Oh, for me, it's WAP. Um, you know, he, he's been he's been absolutely shadowed and, and deservingly so by Ty Freifogel um, with with Ty averaging 20 yards a game or 20 yards a catch, which is just absolutely absurd. We need some yak. Um, I, you know, I, Jack has has an above average arm. He, he certainly he has the ability, but I don't want Jack making those kind of throws against this defense. Um, I want to see a lot of crossers. Um, I, I normally hate a, a Todd Haley esque. Screen game, but I'm okay with bubble screens, crossers. Get wop the ball in space and allow him to do something. We're, we're gonna need an explosive play. You know, even with Mike, it wasn't. It was difficult to go ten plays, eighty yards. We're not gonna be able to do that against his defense, and we're not gonna be able to do this defense, in my opinion, with Jack Tuttle. So we're gonna need an explosive play, which has been, you know, outside of Fry no one's really even done that. Uh, Miles Marshall's made some big combat catches down the line, but but for me, Watt needs to be a senior leader and step up and make a play. He, he, he is my guy that I am targeting because he really hasn't had a breakout game yet this year. I think I'm going to change mine. <laughs> um, David Ellis. Yeah.
0: I think that getting somebody that's got a little shiftiness to him, somebody that we can run, um, little fly sweeps, little crosses across the middle, somebody that can make that big play that you're talking about, get that yak, somebody on the other side of WAP, because you know that they're going to target WAP. They're going to be on WAP, like they've been on WAP all year. Same thing with Ty. Miles is going to get attention. So if somebody like David Ellis coming out of the backfield would be nice too. So I
1: think – gonna- while, we're, while we're on offense here, do, we, do you think we see a lot of Wildcat? Or are they going to bust out the Ricky Williams, Cadillac, uh, Cadillac Williams uh, Wildcat from the old Miami Dolphin days?
0: I do. I think they keep it, especially it in the red zone. Especially in the red zone, yeah. And if I want to see more
1: of it, I don't. I don't give a shit if it's gimmicky. This is college football. Run all the gimmicks you want. And it doesn't matter. You get a W at the end of the game. It doesn't matter
0: how many times you're in a wildcat. Nobody exactly.
1: Cares. Couldn't agree with you more. So on defense. I'll no, no, no. no can, can can I give my joke player to watch? Just, yeah, uh, just, yeah. just, just for shits and gigs. It's Hayden really- Whitehead is going to have to flip the field. Um, he, he, he's going to be an offensive player for me. Um, we're, we're going to need no muffed punts clean on those side of things. Uh, this is going to, he's going to get his workout cut, cut out for him. I think both punters are, um, and Tom Allen stresses special teams. That's one thing I love about, about Tom Allen. So I, both as a joke, but also kind of, kind of serious. Um, I think Hayden and going to be an important offensive player for this team on Saturday.
0: Awesome night. Um, awesome, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. 100%. I think yeah. Chuck Campbell needs to have a big game too, but uh, we, can, we can touch him uh, in the predictions, which are coming up soon. So uh, on defense, who is your player to watch?
1: Ooh, it's a little bit of a cop out. Cause I think he's arguably been our best defender all year as Jerome Johnson, man. Um, you know, the, the, they're, they're an A and B gap, uh, power, eye running team. This is game is going to be one in the trenches. And we talked about at the beginning of the pod, that's why they've owned us. Cause we haven't had the dudes in the trenches. You got Jerome Johnson, you got DeMarcus Elliott, you got Co. you, you got, we got guys that can play in those A and B gaps. And I'm, I'm absolutely pumped uh to to see what uh what we can do up front and I think it all starts with uh with Jerome Johnson who um he's playing himself into the NFL with the type of senior year he's playing
0: oh definitely definitely he's having a fantastic year him and his earring on on the path to the NFL for sure yeah um Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take a little bit of a side road we we kind of touched on Fitzgerald and Jamar Johnson I had those as my players to watch, but as you were talking, I thought you were going to say Micah, Micah
1: McFadden is the best. Dude, that's your guy. I would never take Micah. Remember when I didn't like him last year? Remember last year when I was ripping Micah McFadden and you had to, cur- like, dude, he's good. And I was like, no, nah, this dude stinks. Um Wow. I, I think I evaluated that one wrong. Cause Micah's a straight up stud. Everybody evaluated him wrong. Two
0: stars, bub. I think yeah. out of, out of high school. And uh I, First time, it's like one of those moments that you remember the rest of your life. I remember when I introduced you to Micah McFadden, it was in the rain against Virginia, and that kid was a baller as a true freshman. Uh, Coming in off the bench, backing up, uh, somebody that's probably not good enough to play for us now. I don't know, I can't even remember who it was, to tell you that much, probably TJ Simmons or something. But anyway, my defensive player to watch is going to be Jalen Williams. Um, reason I picked big play him, Jay. Yes, the reason I picked him: uh, one, the interceptions, and two, I think you're going to see a lot of slot and corner blitzes on Saturday. Reason being, uh, their wide receivers are not good. They're trash. So,
1: They're trash. We can call what it is. Yeah,
0: and any way we can get pressure without having to constantly bring a gap blitzes with McFadden and Miller or McFadden and Jones they can come and, and tie up the interior offensive line and then Williams can come flying it off the side so I think he's gonna have a big game at least a pick and a sack for sure
1: yeah so,
0: um do you have can anything pick, else can, to touch
1: on the Players. yeah can I tell uh, again uh we've been very positive about a lot of players so I don't want to be too negative but um I know I know he got great reviews out of camp and out of practice. I've seen enough of Bryson Bonds, honestly. Um, I, I'd, I'd, I'm all for letting players get run in a game like Maryland. Sure, but I Bryson Bond, like we can't allow a big play in this game. Bryson Bonds has given up big plays. Uh, in, in Ohio State, he was an absolute liability. Um, so I don't want to see Bryson Bonds, but I do want to see some more Josh Sengeti. Um, I've liked what little I've seen from him. He's a redshirt freshman that, uh, that I would like to see get a little bit more run. Um, Cause he's just, he's, his athleticism just pops. Um, you you can just tell he, he's got a pedigree. Um, so that th- that's one guy I want to see. I don't want to see. And one guy I do want to see.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of agree with you. Um, Bryson's young. He's going to take those, those, uh, those mix with those bad plays or
1: missed coverages, which we've seen. So, I mean it you know we, we saw those plays out of Reese last year. You know, yeah. Reese gave up some big plays and now look at them. So incredible. You know. Yeah.
0: I think that's gonna wrap up our players to watch. Let's move on to predictions. Mm. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty rosy, I think, every single time we do one of these. So I'm taking us to put 27 on them. So IU 27, Wisconsin 17. Which blows the spread out of the water. Uh, I think that we make some pretty key turnovers in a special teams play. Tunnel stays upright most of the game, and then we can establish a little bit of a run at the end to kind of waste some of that time off the clock. It's time for us to put a complete game together. We haven't done it. Uh, we played one half against Ohio State, played one half against Maryland, one half against Penn State, one half against Michigan State, uh, three quarters against Rutgers, and. I mean, I guess we played pretty well against Michigan, but still gave up a ton of yardage in the first half. I think Saturn is the the big statement, the big complete game from start to finish.
1: I like everything you said there. I, I think I think this team is going to rally around Mike. I, I think I think win this for Mike is, is going to be a big thing. Um, I the this team has shattered expectations absolutely all year. I'm going to agree with your prediction of a win, but I do not think we sniff 20 points. I don't think we sniff 27. I don't think we sniff 24. I don't think we sniff. I don't. I here's my crazy prediction that I don't think that's crazy. I don't think we score an offensive touchdown. I think IU wins 16 to 14 on a Charles Campbell field goal to win it. Our only touchdown is a defensive touchdown. I think three field goals and a defensive touchdown get us to 16 points. We allow one big play and one long drive in an ugly game. You know, the, 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 there may be I'm, – I'm guessing there's more more punts than scoring plays in this game. Um, but ultimately, I, I'm, a, I'm with you. I, I think they put together four quarters. I think we do just enough to to, to score just the right amount of points I don't think they can score on this defense. I got no faith in their freshman running back, no faith in their uh freshman quarterback. Our defense is too good. Their defense is too good. Um, for for people that love defensive struggles, you're in for a treat for a fan that likes points and and a quarterback throwing five hundred yards like Michael Penix can. That's not gonna be you for that fan. Um, but uh I I think the historic season continues and uh I'm I'm just so proud that we can even both – who I think we're both realistic fans can say that we, we're going to go into Camp Randall and win. Because that's, that's an insane statement. You know, at, at surface level, that's an insane statement.
0: Major. Um, I think you kind of talked me into the lower scoring game. I'm um, not going to change my prediction. I'll keep it where it's at. But I... how, do you,
1: how, how do you think they get to 27 real quick? I know we want to wrap this up. We're about almost at the 30-minute 30, 30 mark here. Um, but explain to me how they get to 27. Kind of reverse engineer that for me
0: tuttle's good man <laughs> tuttle's like really really good that's what i think's gonna happen as i think he's gonna be i think uh, michael Penix, who is what we're gonna be saying after the game oh
1: don't do it don't do it
0: so i, I you know how much i love you know how much i love michael Penix. i think tuttle's gonna be i think Tuttle's gonna be really good yeah. um that's how i think we get to 27 i don't again i don't i don't think it's going to be easy i'm talking a special teams play sets up a score a couple turnovers one of them maybe setting up a score one of them actually a score it's i'm sorry takeaways it's it's not going to be easy 27 is going to be tough to get to and that's all i've got i don't i don't really i didn't really think through every score like you did which I kind of want to back off that prediction, but I'm going to keep it. I'm going to stay strong on 27-17. Um
1: how much of a weapon is Charles Campbell? I mean, that guy is just an absolute stud. Um great. Great, great, great to have that weapon. Um, I think he he might hit a 50 plus in this game. Um, it's in the cold, it's in the north. I know that's even harder in, in those conditions, but the guy's got an absolute boot. Again, I I I think we I think we move the ball, but I think we sputter out. Maybe not in the red zone, but in that in that ten to thirty yard range. I I think I think we're gonna drive the ball, but I think I think they're gonna clamp down and I think that's why I'm picturing a lot of field goals in this game. He's yeah. got
0: great hair too.
1: Great hair. hair. Great great Phenomenal.
0: play for sure. I'm real nervous about Saturday and really sad that you can't come over and watch it with us
1: uh I mean honestly, probably Chelsea's not mad because this has Brandon getting a little too drunk written all over it uh, because I'm also very very nervous about this game, but i don't know i my prediction wasn't for clicks and listeners i i truly I truly do believe that um we're gonna have a, we're really gonna struggle moving the ball, but both teams are, and I see them making one or two more mistakes and or us making one or two bigger defensive plays um I think I think I think this game is gonna be frustrating to watch. Uh, but it's I I I think things all turn up cream and crimson. I really do. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right, great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day and LEO. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.
0: Thank you again for listening. Brandon and I look forward to providing a preview and post-game breakdown every week during the season with some special episodes throughout the offseason. Let's go, Hoosiers and Elio.